Hey, Blockheads! This is DJ AKV Amanda Knight, and I'm here to let you know that my so-called whatever podcast and No More Games Radio have joined forces. Listen to No More Games Radio on Sundays at 2 p.m. for your favorite episodes of my so-called whatever podcast, and maybe a live episode? Who knows? Tune in to my so-called whatever podcast for upcoming No More Games radio features and exclusive stories from our staff and DJs. And as always, follow us on social media at No More Games Radio and at my so-called whatever. Hang tough! Friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, we're friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, crying, hug, friendship solid gold. My so-called whatever started a year ago. We share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, AKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My so-called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW Hashtag Friends Forever Yeah Uh, 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 uh Yeah Hey Brooke Hey Nikki How's it going? It's going It's alright, it's all good What's going down? I'm really excited about this episode this week Like really, really, Uh, really excited Me too Because we have a special guest we do. And his name is Danny. We found him on TikTok. And some of you may have also found him on TikTok. Because and he, if you haven't, then you're going to. You're right. going to want to. And we'll post it on our website. But basically, he posted this TikTok that was like a stitch. And so what happens with the stitches? Like somebody will have a video like this video in particular said, show me somebody famous or tell me about somebody famous that you went to high school with. And so then you put in your video and he had a yearbook and flipped the pages. And not only did he go to high school with Joey McIntyre, but he was good friends with Joey McIntyre. Like legit, right? legit, legit friends. He has some really, really cool stories. He's just such a great, person just such a nice gentleman like super super genuinely nice guy he's a he's a good dude and um it's so fun to listen to his stories from like back in the day yes stories that like nobody's heard right i especially like the the uh suzuki psychic story and you guys will know what it is when you hear it right you'll hear it because it makes me feel like i have a connection with joe like that we like the same kind of vehicle or something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even though i liked a geo tracker but anyway that was like nikki's dream car was a geo tracker oh you guys i saw one the other day and i was really? like yeah and it was in mint condition that would that would actually be pretty cool a mint condition geo tracker right that'd be pretty awesome it was like not a color i would choose but none of them were no and but like i saw it and i was like oh my god i still want one so bad I still want one, but your dad would never sell me one. <laughs> nope. Nope. He yeah, wouldn't. Death trap. Junk. Yep. Junk. Yeah. Death yep. trap. Yep. Augusta wind. Yep. So anyway, well, 
Again, Danny, thank you for coming on our podcast and we can't wait for you guys to hear this. So here it is. Here it is. We had Joey, we had Joey McIntyre on the podcast this summer. Yeah. And uh, I was so nervous. I was like shaking and I'm like, oh my gosh, hit record, hit record. <laughs> I almost right. hit record. But that was great because it took you a few years with now to get him, correct? Yes. So in yeah. the first year, he actually told us that he would come on. And right. he'd been getting, you know, like members yeah. of our community kept reaching out to him. He's like, yes, I know I got to get on. And so it finally happened this right. summer. And it was amazing. Was it good? Oh, it was, yeah. it was everything we could have. <laughs> it was great. For, and more. I mean, he talked to us for over an hour and we were just like. But he's always been the same. Just now you definitely just when I first met him, you definitely always had the same person, meaning that when you meet him for the first time whether it's as a kid, whether it's as an adult, he's always been the same. Like when I've seen him afterwards, because it always gets like, when you know somebody that's not famous, mm -hmm. then they become famous. You become different when you're around them because it's just that weird dynamic that you have after the fact, because you're not used to that interaction with that, just with the just right. now fame aspect of it oh yeah so it's definitely strange when it happens but i also think that it's strange for him because just now when he knew us basically was like right at the beginning with the fame but then just when it happened because it just happened like out of the blue it just was like one minute they were a boston thing then the next minute they were everywhere. It was pandemonium. <laughs> and I will talk about that. I'll definitely, we'll awesome. definitely, uh, we'll throw that in and. Excellent. We'll save it as they say. So Awesome. Well, yeah. should we intro Brooke? Yes, I think we should. Because I think everyone's wondering who is this great person they're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is Danny. And this is my so-called whatever. Hey. Welcome, guys. We have a very special guest. You you've probably seen him if you're on TikTok. <laughs> and it's the And if video, you're following us on TikTok. Right. And the video's been circulating our the blockhead community. And we were able to get him to come on the podcast. So we're very excited. Um, if you don't already know, um Danny has created a video that he opened his yearbook. And he, it, it, it was one of those stitch videos that said like, who's the most famous person you went to school with? And his answer was. Was Joe McIntyre. Yeah. When I, first of all, thank you so much. This is an honor to be here with the community because it's so great to be here to talk. Just not a reminisce with a time that was so great that just, I have just a ton of great memories where you didn't really have a place where you could channel them. Mm -hmm. This is a place where you can channel those memories. That's just a, just a fantastic thing for all of us. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. We're, we're very so excited. excited. We're excited to hear some uh, stories. Some stories. Sounds yes. Good. I have some good ones. Yes. Awesome. But the yearbook. Yeah. Just basically, when I started TikTok, which was about a month ago, didn't really think 
that much of it because I've always wanted to do something because I'm like really into travel with my wife. There was always that wanting now to have a, just a place now to just be where I could just now take all the videos and all the pictures and all the memories just to have a place where I could put that. Yeah. Just about a month ago, I said to myself, TikTok looks like a place that I could kind of just like basically kind of just put it out there. So I just started with the travel videos, but then I did see the stitch where they were doing things with yearbooks with people that were famous, which definitely brought me to my yearbook because yeah. our yearbooks, they're so unique because just now back in the 80s, back in the 90s, don't ask me why this was, but we just looked older than the kids do today. Like we look like adults. <laughs> you did, but yes. And there was Joe who looked younger than the kids look today. Oh, yeah. Meaning that that was always something that me and my friends at Catholic Memorial, we would always say, like, this is such a contrast when you do look through the different now years with our yearbooks but I just said why don't I just kind of make a quick video it probably took me about maybe 30 seconds maybe 45 and I just put it out there and then I couldn't believe that it was like it was like 10,000 views and then it was 20,000 and then it was a bunch of comments and then it was 50,000 and then it just kept growing yeah so it's been an experience because just you realize that there's a place where your story might want to be heard. A hundred percent. It was a great thing. So yeah, that's and how it started. And your story, we definitely want to hear it for sure. I mean, <laughs> not just the Joey McIntyre part, because if you guys look at his TikTok, at Danny's TikTok, it's a lot of travel stuff too, which is really, really cool. And we'll get into that later. But um, yeah, it's, it's a great TikTok account and we'll make sure on our website that we include uh, links that you can get there. You can go follow them because you're going to want to after this. So much and appreciated. Thank you so much. I just much. have to say it's like, that's the beauty of TikTok. Like yeah. you started your TikTok with travel in mind, right? which is amazing. But then, like you said, you, you, you take 30 seconds and you post a stitch and don't really think much of it. And then all of a sudden, like that, that video, up. <laughs> it takes off right. and here we are. Yeah, because that definitely brought me to this place. Without that video, most of the people that have viewed my travel more than likely wouldn't have viewed it without that video because that kind of that video was the catalyst that brought a lot of people to my channel, which is also a great thing. Yes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> And we are those people because I, I mean, are those yeah, people. yes, and we, we were so Most excited definitely. when we stumbled upon it. And I was like, I immediately, I, I commented on the video and I was like, right. we've got to have you on the podcast. Like this you sent it to me. Right. Yeah. You sent it to me like yes. immediately, <laughs> immediately. I sent it to Brooke and I was like, Brooke, we need to get him on the podcast. This will be so much fun. So here we are. Well, it's great to be here again. So, um, Tell us what it was like. So when you met him, when you met Joe, when right in the beginning, yeah. 
Um, how did you guys meet? Like, how'd you guys become friends? Right. Basically, the beginning definitely was in theater because I was in theater back in the mid 80s. Joe was in theater with a place called the Footlight Club, mm -hmm. which was a theater that was in Jamaica Plain. My theater was in High Park, which is a neighborhood in Boston. We had now the Riverside Theater Works, meaning that I knew him first through the theater. We didn't know each other per se, but you would just would basically you would hear because you would travel within those circles where when there was a show, you heard about this young kid, Joe McIntyre, who was extremely talented. When he was on the stage, you knew that he was someone that had a talent that was very unique, not like most of the other kids. Many of the kids that were in these theaters, we were in equity theater at that time, but just now the talent level definitely was fantastic, but not to the level that a Joe McIntyre was, because you could tell from a very, very young age that he had a special talent. So just basically through there, you started to hear about him. Then I heard about this group, Nainuk. Yes. Which was their name before the new kids on the block. That's right. So you started to hear about these things, but it was just in Boston. Like it was just with the neighborhoods. You would just hear like, there's a group coming out. That's a boy band that's from Dorchester. Now in Boston, you've got all the neighborhoods. You've got the Dorchesters, the Rosendales, the Hyde Parks, where basically just we're all Boston, but it's the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. But if you're from Dorchester, that was always where you wanted to be most, if that makes any sense. Really? Meaning that the ultimate place where you want to be from when you're in Boston would be Dorchester, which was just where Donnie was from, where Danny was from, where John and Jordan were from. Right. So Joe was from Jamaica Plain, which was another neighborhood, but it wasn't Dorchester meaning that he hadn't joined the group at that time, but they knew that they needed a member that was kind of like basically needed to be that Michael Jackson part. Yeah. Meaning now they always wanted to look at trying to make the Jackson five or trying to make the Beatles, trying to make it exactly like a boy band that had already succeeded. Mm -hmm. So when just we started high school which was in 87 we had what's called the assembly which was now just a big now gym with the lobby and everybody came and it's freshman year we're getting to know each other there was this kid that was in the corner who was just basically by himself he didn't look like a student because he looked very very young but i recognized him because i knew him from the theater so just basically like went over there to say hello, which was what basically started our friendship. So I think that because I was just the first one now to go over to him, that it was kind of like just another beginning with a friendship. Then I looked a lot older 
where I think that he, he kind of looked at me like, well, if I'm going to have any trouble here, this kid might be a good kid to have on my side. <laughs> so that basically started the friendship. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. But at that time, what a lot of people don't realize that back then just wasn't like it is now, meaning that the other students, not necessarily the students that were in our class, but the students with the other years, they were very negative towards the group. Oh, wow. Just that it was an all boys school where back then it wasn't really accepted. Like nowadays you see things like, you'll see kids on TikTok mm-hmm. who are in just now that's 15 or 16, they're dancing and saying, just now the Backstreet Boys. Back in the day, that would have never happened with male students. Meaning that just, just a, back at that time, just wasn't really that cool to say that just you like the boy band. But I was always a little bit different because I, for some reason, from a very, very young age, loved the boy bands. Like my favorite group was New Edition. Just now, just basically anybody that knows me knows that just my whole room, just like what now you see behind you there with the (laughs) curtains and with the pictures, that was my room with New Edition which was also a Boston group. So, but the main point was at that time that it was very difficult for him being there at that school because he really wasn't accepted just now basically that easily because he was in the group. Right, yeah, I can see that because it was a different time, way different Very different time. Yes. So he was in the group when you met him. When uh, Yes, that was at the very, very beginning. That was just like right after Be My Girl came out, which I believe was in 86. Then with 87, they had just now, that was when just now the song Stop It Girl came out, which was their first big hit throughout Boston, but it did not take off just now, just basically with Boston, you only just now, there were like a couple small stations that would play that song. But other than that, the other stations didn't play them, but that was their first real hit. That's cool. That is cool. Oh Oh my gosh. When they really started to take off, which now, like many people might know this, many people might not, because I remember the day Joe basically came in one day because freshman year, he was there for probably half of the year. That was before they really, really took off. Just now, the year that really catapulted them just was 88. After that, it got extremely different. But with 87 going into the beginning of 88 that was when just basically just now the album came out please don't go girl which just was the album that would eventually 
just now lead to the now superstardom. Mm -hmm. But I remember the day when now Joe came in with the album. He had it where he gave us a couple of copies. I do have them somewhere in the original That's copies so cool. and they're in my basement down in Rosendale somewhere. One day I'll just now get them out of there. But he gave me the album. Um, then what he said to me was, we've got a new, just now, basically that the new single was gonna be, Please Don't Go Girl. He had said to me, it was a station that was down in Florida that had basically played it on a pop station. Because in Boston, for some reason, they wouldn't play just now the music with the pop stations. They would only play them with the predominantly, just now the WILDs, now the urban, just now like stations, they would only play them there. They didn't really look at them at that time just now to be a pop with like a pop group. So there was this Florida station that did play the song with a pop station, which ended up basically blowing them up throughout the country. That was like the thing that happened. And he was so excited about it that day because just he almost knew that that was going to be the thing that was going to make it happen for them. And it was so cool. Like that so was cool it. That you got to experience it though. He's like, Hey, yeah, because definitely because he was so excited that day because just now they had just played the song. They were going to play it again. Cause back then, as you both know, they didn't play it like all day long. You couldn't get it anywhere. You had to press record mm -hmm. with your boom box and hope <laughs> that you got it. Right. So they were going to play it, I think, three times that day where just now they were all like extremely excited about that day. So that's most definitely cool. that day definitely just like sticks out to me. That's really cool. It's really cool that you have this, the, the, the album too. That's really yes, neat. Yes, most definitely. Really because cool. that would be like basically one of the albums that came from the first like batch so when I you find it, it somewhere <laughs> when you find <laughs> it you need to do a tiktok yes Most definitely yes and yes. it's in my family's home <laughs> down in rosendale because i know i just have to get over there because my family's that old school italian don't touch anything don't go in the basement don't go in the attic and so it's all there somewhere correct but it's all in there there's a lot of stuff in there to see so <laughs> very cool very cool okay so did he I know he didn't go just from the second TikTok. I think it was the second one you made and you, and you had to use the, the stock photo. Oh, that was <laughs> right. Right. Was that what year? Was that sophomore year or junior that year? That was going to be junior year because after freshman year, he really basically from that point on, he was probably in school, maybe a total of 10 or 12 days for the three years wow just total wow i mean they were gone meaning that makes that, sense yeah like that's what made it so hard with our relationship because just when just we talk now through the just like mailing one of his biggest just now regrets 
that he didn't have that normal high school life, mm. meaning that there's no picture with him from senior year. There's no picture with him from sophomore year. Many of the pictures that we're all in that aren't just the like, just your face where you're doing activities, he's in none of those. Mm -hmm. Meaning that just, they had to give up just, just like many, many things because of the group. Right, no prom, no. Right, no prom, no nothing, because back then there would have been no way. Yeah. Because when I tell you, just let's say that there was even just a small rumor that Joe was going to be at school. The girls would come. They would hide <laughs> in the bushes. Oh my they God. would hide behind the school. They would hide behind cars. What the teachers had to do when the rumors did come out, they would have to go to the parking lot, check just basically before you could pull your car out, there would be a teacher looking right below the car to make sure that there was no girl that was hiding that you might now just like possibly run over. Like that's oh how that's crazy, crazy that it was. We'd be in class. You'd be sitting there at your desk. You'd look over to your right. There'd be a girl in the window waving at you like that. <laughs> like you couldn't believe it. Like, just with the days that he was in school, that was almost like complete chaos because just you really didn't have a normal day that day because you'd be in class. There'd be like, just now the bodyguards would be there and they'd be outside the classrooms and it would just be a different experience. Meaning that just with the 10 or 12 days that he was there, that was a great experience because you knew that you were in for a day that was unlike any other day that you were going to have that whole year. So, so interesting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those girls were crafty. They were, oh, they crafty. were very crafty. Yes. <laughs> apparently school skippers. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> they were all definitely schools. Definitely, definitely, definitely skip school daily. No question about it. <laughs> like, gosh. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Funny. So did he graduate from your school? I imagine he didn't like walk in graduation, but like. Yes, he did graduate, but he didn't walk with us. Yeah. Which when I spoke to him through the, um, through the, through the now Gmail, eh, like a year ago, just now that was just basically just something that he kept on like bringing up because he doesn't have those memories. Meaning now just like just like crazy because they like mailed him just now whatever that there was like a diploma they just mailed it to him and yeah yeah just now he missed out on all of that yeah there's a picture so i think there's a picture of him from when he graduated and he's in this bedroom or something and he's got like, i think you're i remember that you know, he's got yeah, the I diploma but it's like With the red sweatshirt. Yeah, he's excited. But, you yeah. know, I always thought about that. I, I actually did think about that, like how hard that would have been. To Very hard be on him to yes. do those things, because even if he could, like, let's just say he could do it. You, right. Graduation would be a complete chaos. 
complete chaos. It's not possible. Yeah. 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 Because we had our graduation was at Boston College. Oh, wow. Meaning that, yeah. So we basically had the whole of now Boston College's field. That was where we graduated. But they did because I remember it. They were throwing around whether he could walk with us, but it was just going to be too, too crazy now to pull that off. Mm-hmm. But they did talk about it. That's so bad. It's it's just but the crazy. photo now. I never answered the question. With the photo, basically junior year, we didn't have a picture. He had missed now, just now. Basically, with the uh, with our second year, there wasn't a photo. We wanted to put him in there, but the only way that we could do that, we had to cut a picture from a magazine and put it like that was his like profile picture as if he went with all of us for the picture that day <laughs> but if you saw the picture like there's no question that that's yeah. not a picture that was taken at cm right because it's it was just, out of a magazine it was out of so. a magazine <laughs> right that's fantastic <laughs> it's from hey. big yeah. bopper <laughs> yeah exactly it's like from one of these behind me yeah right it was exactly like that so so cool well hey i mean at least he got his picture in there and it it was him you know but again right if he was to take a picture he wouldn't be able to do that because somebody would find out no, about everything it was, and... right this was always a uh just kind of a big thing whenever he had to do anything like that so wow wow that really puts things yeah. into perspective because i don't yeah i don't think and I, I i don't think the people listening either maybe um that you don't really think about those things. You don't, I mean, we know that there were people that were constantly like at his house, at his dad's house, like just waiting for that moment that he might just happen to come, to come by. Um, And to think that like they did that at the high school too, because there could be one day that he might go to school that day. So my most incredible story about that was just like basically at that time, they weren't paid correctly, meaning that Maurice Starr, though he founded them, definitely did a lot of things just now that were great for them, but the pay structure was always just now the issue. Mm-hmm. But I remember that they went on tour, which was at the beginning, they were paid in Suzuki sidekicks. Which were the vehicles. Remember those? Yes. They were these little vehicles, just like little, like just tiny, like these SUVs. Like Joe a geo tracker, kind of. Like a geo tracker. Joe had a mint green Suzuki sidekick. That's amazing. Which they just now the girls, they knew right away that that was his car. And not only that, no one else had that car. Like if you were driving down the street, you were never going to see that car. Like that was like mint green stuck out. So one day he was driving me home from school. We're going through this neighborhood down in Boston that's called Roslindale. So basically we're going through the square but I'm kind of looking around me because Joe's really not paying attention to just out of what's going on around us, which is girls are chasing the vehicle. 
while we're driving. So I'm like, not a famous person, never experienced this, where I'm looking around and I can't believe it. Just, just how crazy this scene is. They're on the street chasing the car with other cars behind, with other cars oh in front. God. Now I look over and I said, Joe, they're chasing the car. And he goes, yeah, I know. He goes, it happens all the time. He goes, I'm just, just basically, we're just going to keep going straight. Just keep going forward. But it was almost like he didn't realize that it was happening because it happens so often. Wow. But I was just completely mesmerized by it because I had never experienced nothing like that. Like, yeah. Because you're driving down the road and there were girls like, just basically like they had the route planned out. There were <laughs> girls chasing from behind. Then if you got to a stop sign, some would come basically from the front. Some would come from the right. They just had this down to a pet. But it was definitely a, just a strange experience and something that definitely stood out to me because it was just completely abnormal, but it was completely normal to him. So. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they put out a bat signal. It's right. Like they have sonar. And I think that those women, those girls missed out on their calling of private investigators. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, but don't forget now, too, many of these girls were mothers. Oh, yeah, because that's right. There isn't any question about it. Many of the girls that chased them, because they were mothers, like, 20s and 30s just they were just like more than just now the kids you had the mothers that were at the school and that were chasing that was what stood out basically just now the most now to us because we'd say like these aren't young girls we're talking about here these are parents (laughs) (laughs) wow the crazy time that is crazy. Oh my Sounds gosh. It. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh my word. And if we, if we only lived a little closer, we're in Maine. Right. So if we only lived a little closer, we missed our That's opportunity. Right. We would have been there. Bit. We would have been like eight, but yes. we would have been there. Like Joe said right. on the podcast, we blew it. We blew it. We, blew it. we had many opportunities <laughs> and we blew it. Right. Oh my God. What gosh. can you do? <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> right. If we knew then what we know now, we would probably right. have been down there. Most definitely. Oh my gosh. So you said that you still talk to him. And I mean, it must have been really cool for you to see that in like 2008, they came back. And yeah, because I remember being just basically with my wife, we were sitting in this house. Just the big thing about that time was the website mm-hmm. where yes. there was a rumor that was going around that the website basically had come alive again. Mm-hmm. Just I think that they put out a little bit of a snippet with the song Click, 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 which was just basically just kind of like left it just there to hang, yep. which was just kind of now the catalyst would just now to get the website just right. now to go crazy. And that was my first memory with that it was going to start up again. 
but I never would have dreamed that it would have became as big as it just right. now did again. So it's, it's, it's still pretty crazy. I mean, they're selling out right. these huge, yeah, I mean, we're all here crazy. for you it. You got the cruises and everything else. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty unreal stuff. It's amazing. It is pretty right. amazing. It's kind of funny that you mentioned the click, click, click thing, because um, there's this Twitter account called NKOTB history and they right. just put out that it was like back in 2008 today, right? the song got leaked. Right. Um, click, click, click right. got leaked. And so people were like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And then they took it down, but it was just enough to, for people to be like, Oh my gosh, this is happening. Like this is really happening. They're getting back together again. <laughs> Correct. So all of our, we were, we were, we were here for it. We were excited and ready now that we're grown adults and yeah. now we have our own money, right? right. We grown money. To spend it. So. Grown money that's ready to spend. Right? Yes. Yes. For <laughs> sure. For sure. So oh. I have to ask you, um, just, just cause I'm curious, your wife, is she a fan? Like, have you, known her for a long time like was she a fan now i met my wife in uh 2005 now i want to get this correct because <laughs> i get the date wrong as we know and um we got married in 2006 my wife definitely was a fan just now still is a fan definitely when i told her my story that was definitely something that interested just like definitely was of interest to her not yeah. all of her friends but it was definitely like a thing that just just now whoever you meet who is just like this age whenever you talk about this they all just want to hear the story because it was just just a crazy time that anybody that wasn't there never will know just how big that it was at that time. Right. Without the internet, without cell phones. Right. If you had right. had that back then. Oh my gosh. Just, just incredible. Right. Just, but it brings me now to another story that just popped in my head. Um, there was a British, just like TV show that was like a radio program or something. They came to CM where they wanted now to talk to Joe's friends. Well, they interviewed me. They interviewed a friend of mine, David St. Martin, and a friend of mine, Bevan Thomas, and a friend of mine. So I think it was um, maybe Chris Pierce. But basically, we did an interview with this British just like a big, like a television. Yeah. Big, huge, like station. Didn't really think much of it. So about two weeks later, there was fan mail that started to come to the school. Bags <laughs> of it. Oh, that would say like, you're a friend of Joe, so you're a friend of ours. Like these long <laughs> letters, which I have in the attic in Boston, which I gotta oh dig out in there somewhere. But they were starting to come with just bags of mail daily that probably started two weeks just about afterward. Meaning that this was so big at that time that if you were associated with them in any way, just people wanted just now to know you, like now yeah. to talk with you and ask you questions. And back then, 
we couldn't believe it. Like now, the just be like, got a math class just now. Crazy, like Danny Policelli to come down to the office. Just would go down to the office, like here's your mail. Like another bag of mail would be like just thrown over my shoulder. Oh my shoulder, god! Like, oh my back god. To class, I gotta get this thing home. But it was crazy at that time. But there were definitely cool. just like stuff like that <laughs> that you'll never forget. Did you but ever write anybody think, back? Yeah, I think I started to, but then my grandmother just basically like it's getting expensive now to have all this mail being sent back. We're gonna send it to Great Britain. This is not cheap. But I maybe like answered like a couple of them. But that was really it. Very so. cool. So if you guys are listening, if you sent Danny a letter. Yes, please, please let me know. Let yes. us know. Because <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, definitely, because I have it somewhere. You just, so you just somewhere. never know. You just never right. know. Somebody might be like, oh my gosh, yes, that's the person I wrote to. So right. reach out to us and let us know. Because that would be amazing. <laughs> For sure. I, that, I didn't even think about that, you know, by association. I was thinking yeah. about it when you were talking about the um, riding him bringing you home. So, like, did anybody stalk your house afterwards? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because, because he had to drop us off. Meaning that um, because I remember my sister just crazy one day, like, Danny, there's people outside. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> I'm just like, Tina what can we really do? You just got to just draw the shades or even wave and say hi, but there's nothing really that we could do. Very cool. But it did get just kind of crazy at that time because you did think about, well, he's going to drop me off at my house. Now they're going to just do whatever at my house because now I'm associated with him. Right. So that was was definitely funny as well. He could he could stop by any time, you know. So they they were ready. They were there by any time, and so we got to set up shop there. (laughs) That's right. right. So you said you had a sister. Was she a was she a fan? Yeah, my sister was a fan. Just about two years younger than me, where Tina would basically ask me like, "Yeah, just now, is it okay if you get me an autograph?" Just like stuff like that, but it was always kind of weird because I didn't want to really ask. Yeah. Because you were his friend, meaning just when, just kind of like when you're with your friends, you don't want to have to do the things that a fan just basically would ask you to do. Meaning I never really wanted to do that with him just kind of want to make it kind of like as easy as possible just now to be around people where he didn't have to think about those things at that time. So. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Totally Perfect it. sense. Yeah. And I bet he appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. There was one time just now that still kind of bothers me to this day. This was probably junior year. He was going to be coming back for one day. Now, I don't know exactly why, but just now the principal, now he called us down. Just like basically like Joe's coming now, just now to be here to give him some support. Basically what we're going to do now, make a line because a lot of the students want his autograph. But I knew that many of the students that were asking for his autograph, they were talking about him behind his back. 
Meaning that that really, really bothered me at the time. Yeah. Because I knew that now they were asking him for something when they were going to take that, then they were going to talk behind his back. Mm -hmm. Those are the same kids. They lined up throughout the school, like basically through the cafeteria, all the way around waiting to get that autograph. But just it always bothered me just because I knew that they really weren't just like really on his side. Right. 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 Yeah. Like very, very like prevalent back then, you know, like just, just like definitely like others of me to this day. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's sad. It is sad because I mean, I don't know Joe personally, but what I do know of him, he's a, gr- he's a great guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. Just you're talking about him like now lining up, like, why don't you just go back and don't do that because right. you don't like him. Like, right. Just, why are you doing this? Right. Yeah. Don't waste his time. But they all like, hey, would you be able to just sign this for my sister? Yeah. Could you write my name in there too? And I'm going to myself like, I know. Right. Just completely like he's a fraud. Right. But that was mostly just now the kids that were with the other years, like kids that were our year, we all knew him. Mm-hmm. Right. Just now, like, Joe was a classmate. But the other years were definitely, like, they didn't know him at all. Mm-hmm. So he came in just like that day. This I also remember. He had on a leather jacket that was Bert and Ernie. Definitely, like, a cool jacket. But as you know how kids just now definitely just now it can be they were now they had something to say about that at that time Mm -hmm. but it was definitely like joe just handled it just completely just like a pro just was like great about it just must have sat there for two hours just signing and signing and signing and signing just like smiling crazy like taking pictures just great but i was definitely like just kind of bothered by it so yeah for sure but it is what it is as they say yeah that's right yeah that's true that is true i think there's also that like component of jealousy too and i know fans like us we would get teased relentlessly for liking Uh, them um because it was a jealousy thing like of course we're giving attention to these guys and we're not giving attention to the guys that are in our class so of course they're gonna so it's probably what yeah. the same there, you know, like, oh, look at him. He gets all this attention from girls. So I'm just going to say crap about him, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Kids are rude. Yeah, they are. Yeah, kids sure. are rude. They still are, but back then it was worse. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. No, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question. It's kind of oh. a... Did, well... What what's your favorite new kid song? Do you have a favorite one? Probably that would be Stop It Girl because that was really when I just kind of felt that just that was all like brand new back then. Like those are the songs that like really, really stick out in my head. But I like them all. Like it's just like they really just made a lot of great songs that were catchy, that just kind of like stood the test of time. Like, really? Just now, they had a lot of good hits. Now they have a lot of good hits. Like stuff yeah. that they've come out with like recently has been good. Yeah. 
amazing. Just now the catalog is just extremely large. It really so it's is. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like they went from different, you know, every album was a little bit different and yeah. that they were maturing with it. So like when they finally got to face the music, it was yeah. a lot of fans were like, what is this? Well, they were, they were grown. So they're, they wanted right. to think about other stuff that, that you know, related yeah, to that them. was a hard time. Yeah. That yeah. was a hard time. I think as well. Yeah. And now looking back face of music, it's an amazing album. Like it was way beyond its time. If right, you look at right. it yeah. and I totally didn't give it the appreciation that it deserved completely. Right. So, yeah. No one did at that time. No. Because it, just at that time, like just now that was really when just we started to become adults, meaning mm -hmm. that they weren't kids anymore. That right. was when they became now the NKOTB because they wanted to take the kids out of it. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a different time because they were going through that transition, which is always difficult with any boy bands. Right. So. True. Very true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm a travel agent. So your oh. TikTok is very, very interesting to me. Oh, and I, right. so I can, I can relate to a lot of your posts. You've been a lot of places I haven't been. Um, oh, so yeah. that's why I was wondering like, gosh, does he work like in the industry or um, no, you know, you go to just some fantastic places. Right. We just, me and my wife, we don't have any children where we're lucky enough that we can travel just maybe more than the average person just like would. But I also definitely love to cruise, meaning that when you cruise, you can see many different places that just wouldn't be like, well, I'm going to spend a week in France. I'm going to spend a week in Malta. You can right. spend a day. You can. My big thing has been, just when I go on vacation, the first thing that I do now, I pop out the phone, I'm taking pictures, I'm taking video. Just my camera, just with my telephone, 663 videos. Most of them are all from our travel, meaning that that's why TikTok has been so fun because I have a place where I can put these videos that I thought that no one would ever see. You have the content already. You already have it. Right. It's all on my phone. Like yeah. what you see, that's all my stuff. Just like those are all my pictures. Those are my videos. Like, but I took them just not really thinking that I would ever use them in this way. Mm. But then you put them just with music where it's almost like you shot them with the music in mind just For sure very strange like how it just kind of like all comes now together but it's amazing too because you're just kind of like starting out you could spend a long time making a video mm -hmm. just like it doesn't really get the amount of views that you thought that it would and then just Boom, you break out a yearbook with Joe McIntyre and you get 100,000 views. <laughs> that took about 30 seconds. Right. What am I doing right. right. So, no. Yeah. We, but we, it's amazing. Well, I so. very, very much love cruising as well. And I uh, I miss it with all of my heart. Me too. Completely. I can't wait. 
I have two cruises booked. Oh, you do? When? Uh, I don't have one booked until April of 2022. Yeah. And then I have another one booked for April of 2023. Wow, um, you have them two years out. Great. But I, because I just, I, I had cruises booked that canceled and canceled and canceled. Uh, and so now I'm just, I'm I, putting it out there. Yeah. This year we're going to do this. Uh, let's see now, August, we're going to do Jamaica. We're going to do an all-inclusive that's called Couples Swept Away. It's amazing. Yes. We're going there in August, meaning that I'm going to have all new video and all new pictures because oh, I'm nice. going to just, just go crazy that week. But it's definitely where this will be the first year that we haven't cruised since 2013. Wow. But now, like wow. last year, basically nothing happened, of course. This is going to be the first vacation that's not a cruise since 2013. And wow. it's just wow. amazing because just you feel like just you want to see the different places. Yeah. There's so much that you can see, but it's always difficult. Just because you only spend like one day there. Right. But right. it's definitely great just now, just crazy because you can get a lot in, but you're running around crazy because you're trying to get it all in. With these vacations, with the all-inclusive, now it's like a whole week. You can really just do everything just like that is there. Right. But it's going to be different. Yeah. So it'll I be a different help year, but fun. I always tell people with all inclusives, you can do everything or you can do nothing. I, yes. Because, like, for me, I like to do nothing. I like a beach. I like a pool. I like some drinks and food. And I could stay yeah. there. Right. For a week. The last but time I love it that we did that was Aruba. We okay. stayed at the, um, what was it called? The something, the now. Uh, geez, I'm trying to think now, like Grand Aruba or something, but it was beautiful. That was a week because in Aruba, there's really nothing to do but relax. Mm. Just, there's really just not that much just now that's going on there. You just crazy that you're basically forced to relax, which is a great thing because you don't do that when you go to Disney. When you right. go on a cruise, you're like, you're going. Oh, yeah. Just when you go to Aruba, they'll look at you like, what are you doing? Slow down. <laughs> Have a drink. Just go on the That's beach right. and come back in a few hours. You need to relax. <laughs> but they're right, which kind of lets you kind of reset because you're just not used to doing that because just it's so crazy with our everyday lives. They're so busy. Mm -hmm. that when we go on vacation, we feel like we have to be the same way because just definitely my thing is I just can never just stop. I feel like I always have to do something, but it's always great with these vacations because you do just get that. Okay. It's time to slow down, which definitely we all need to do more of. Mm. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. So what would be your top five favorite places you've been? Do you think? Yeah. Just, Back in 2017, we did a Mediterranean cruise, oh. which just my feeling was always that I loved the islands, meaning that the Grand Caymans and the Arubas and the Bermudas. But when we did 
the Mediterranean cruise, we did France, we did Italy, we did Sicily, we did Malta, we did just now like Spain, where just you go to these different countries day after day and you can't believe what you're missing when you go to the islands. Though it's beautiful to go to the islands, you're getting basically the same vacation. With the islands, they're basically the same. There's a little bit of just a different kind of a nuance here and there, but for the most part, you're getting the same vacation. Right. When you go on a Mediterranean, just now through the, like, just the Sicilies and the Maltas and the Barcelonas and the Frances, you're getting a different experience because you're not going to the beaches. Now you're actually seeing the country, mm-hmm. which when you do that, just, just now the whole thing changes where you're just kind of like you're on a cruise, but it's not like you've done in the past. When you get off that boat, you're going now to see just like beautiful, like just now crazy architecture and like beautiful food and the incredible people and you're meeting everybody and you're talking to people where you definitely you get a different experience than you do on the islands mm-hmm. where yeah. Just my top five would have to be the most incredible was just definitely, definitely Sicily with Taromina. You just can't believe it. Like you get there. It's like a movie. Like you just you're going through the streets. You're trying just on the different foods. Then the architecture and the old churches. You can't believe like it's not like America where just like basically we're all new here. But they're just just being so much older than what we have here. Mm-hmm. Just now the structures, just from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of like years ago, you can't believe that they're still like standing. You can't believe just how different that the food is. Like the produce is not like here. Like just when we have a tomato, that tomato has probably been picked maybe a month ago, maybe even more. They pick a tomato right off the tree and they eat it because it's really a fruit. Because mm. what a tomato is, that's a fruit. They basically will take a tomato, bite into it. There are these huge lemons just coming off the trees. You've got the figs just popping off the trees. Just with just crazy because whatever they do there is so fresh, just just incredibly different than how we do it here. Mm-hmm. But definitely would be Sicily. Number two would probably be Malta because you just can't believe it. They built it like a fortress because they were attacked so many different times. They had to build just this huge wall that you have to go up this huge, huge like elevator just now to get to the town oh, wow. because they were attacked basically from the sea so many times, just the whole thing is like, as soon as you get off of that boat, this isn't going to be too nice. Like, <laughs> geez, there's like a big wall here. There's really nothing more. Like, where do we go? And you go up the, just this escalator for like, just floor after floor after floor, you get to the top. And now it's like, boom, there's the whole, just now the architecture, the structure, the food, the people, just amazing. Like it's such beauty. And of course, you get to France, 
just just like you've just kind of like read about. You got the wine and the cheeses and the croissants. This was amazing. When we were in Marseille, France, basically the baguettes is, is just now basically that is what they have just crazy like a loaf of bread. This bread was so soft when you ate it. But then just about half of it I didn't eat. When I got it back to the ship, the thing was hard as a rock, meaning that there's no preservatives. You have to eat it right away. Right. But it's so different when you do because you can't believe just like an hour later, the thing is like stale because there's no wow. preservative. Just incredible. God, I love Brian. Like crazy experiences <laughs> that just basically we don't have here. Like, because right. you're not going to get that with the Wonder Bread here. So, right. Right. For exactly. Sure. For sure. Right. Speaking of food. Yeah. Can, can can you adopt me into your family? Right. <laughs> because watching you the you have like a few videos of like your family getting together with all the food, the videos of of your wife, I think it was making pasta. Yeah. And right. so cool. It's so neat. Yeah. Just crazy because just my wife's people they're from Italy. They now came over here mostly in the 1960s. But when you go to their houses, this could be like a Labor Day, just like a, just like a like Labor Day cookout. Mm -hmm. They'll have a spread there that looks like a wedding. You just can't believe it. Like it's not like, let's go to Marianne's aunt's house and we're gonna have hot dogs and hamburgers. When you get there, they might be there, but they're in a corner where you can have the traditional hot dog if you want it but you're going to have to start with the lasagna and the stuffed shells and just the eggplant. And just, you just, this looks like the greatest wedding that you've ever been to. Mm -hmm. It's on yes. Labor Day weekend. Sign me <laughs> up. like that all the time. Just like they don't have these like regular, let's have like, just like, let's have a Franks and beans night. That's like a foreign concept. Like, it's like, no, they're all like, just they put out just now the nice plates and you got to have the nice, just now the fork's got to be in a certain way and everything looks just right. Just where it's not really your traditional, just like American dinner, like American lunch, like right. just about just crazy because you can't believe that just every meal they prepare food in this way but it's incredible because they do so it's amazing yeah. to see you guys definitely you guys it's check... amazing to eat as well so yeah check it out go on his tiktok and see it because it is amazing i mean all the things it the travel looks so good the food the joey mcintyre story it's like right. he's got a great the joey mcintyre stock photo yeah, yes. <laughs> I just stop. Yes. So we did have a question for you. Sure. Um, who really has the best pizza? Right. This is another thing. Me and my wife, we basically travel the world basically looking for the best pizza. We've <laughs> been to many places. It is like, this is really our passion. Like, this is really what just kind of like started it. Just like a Friday night. 
why don't we get in the car? We're going to drive down to Connecticut from Providence because we want to try New Haven pizza. Just this is not really something that would be just like out of the, just like that would never happen. We've done it before. Meaning that just we love just now the different regions with the pizzas. But if I had to choose, we probably would pick more than likely Lucali down in Brooklyn, which my opinion, my wife might say differently, but that to me would be the greatest pizza that I've ever had. They also have a Miami location, which at times I go back and forth where the Miami location is better than the original Brooklyn location. Really? Wow. But there are so many places with that region, meaning that more than likely that my answer would be definitely probably New York. Though okay. New Haven, many people would say they've got the best. We've got the Peppies. Peppies, Just now you've we've got had the that. Sally's. Yeah. One of my favorites there, Modern. Now my wife doesn't like Modern because they do the coal fire but I love it. But in New York, more than likely, there's also the Prince Street pizza, which is now the square pizza. Mm -hmm. They've got one that's called the spicy square or something like that. It is literally, when you have it, you can't believe how good it is. But just, you can't go wrong with many of the places there. You've got now the John's on Beaker, you've got the Kestes, you've got just, different different places like you've got now like strictly now there's going to be like Juliana's there's going to be now Grimaldi's there's so many different places in New York now being just just like definitely Boston is just like my place we've got a few places in Boston you've got Pico which is incredible you've got Santapio's which a lot of people don't really like but I definitely think they're one of the top. You've got now definitely the Regina pizza, which is right just now the spot with the Italian section right in Boston. Crazy. Like it's throughout the whole country. There are so many great, great places. Awesome. Well, we're going to have to check out some of those things, those places. And maybe when we go on the cruise, you guys, yeah. And we're going out of Miami. Yes. Yeah. You got to the- try Lucali. Yes. Yeah. When you're I was in Miami. The same thing. Because, yes. Because I'm going to make a TikTok now. I might have made one with Miami, but there's so many good places down there. So <laughs> many, so many good. They've got a bakery there that's called um, uh, Strictly Now the Andrix Bakery. It's just like authentic Italian pastry that's like right in the middle just with miami beach you just crazy like why is this bakery here basically she's like it's on the beach (laughs) but there's just a ton of ton of great great places down there what a great city that is excellent yeah awesome he's the best everybody you gotta go and check out danny's um instagram no tiktok go and check out his tiktok (laughs) go and follow you're gonna love the content and we just really appreciate you coming on the podcast and I appreciate it. Thank you today. both. I'm telling you, yes. this was a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, we're so glad. 
Um, so again, thank you so much. And, you know, maybe we'll thank have you, you on Denny. again and we'll talk more about travel. Yeah. And that would be amazing. So, Whenever. Most awesome. definitely. This was fantastic. And thank you both so, so much. Yes. All right. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was really cool. I am like, I'm still, I, I'm still just like, I cannot believe the stories he had. It was just amazing. Completely amazing. So good. Thank you so much, Danny, for coming on. We really yes. appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Yes. And um, we know that our listeners appreciate it too, because I mean, hello. Right. And you guys need to go on on TikTok. We'll have the link on our website. Go follow him. His videos are freaking amazing. All of them. I mean, most of them are travel videos and they are so just, I, I could watch them all day long. So it's so cool, especially right up. now, because mm-hmm. like we all like people are thirsty for travel. Yes. Very thirsty. So it's just neat. Like I like to live vicariously through others, like mm-hmm. through their videos and things. I do that a lot. And um, his is a really good channel for that. Yeah, I really like the one of him with the stingrays because it took me took me back to my honeymoon. Oh, you know, kissing the stingrays. That's so nice. Yep. I actually got to do that. That is brave. I did it. Brave. I did it once when Kevin and I went to Grand Cayman with his parents. Mm -hmm. So we went. We took we took a trip just simply to Grand Cayman, and then we went on a cruise for our honeymoon. I went to, I went on a cruise in 2000. It was 2005 because we got married in 2004 and we decided to wait until that January. We started, we waited till that January to go on our honeymoon and we went, um, we stopped, we went on the same cruise ship as we were on the cruise X and we went to Grand Cayman and I swam with That's right. Yep. And we went with my friend That's Darcy right. That's and so her funny. husband Robbie. Well, it wasn't her husband at the time, but it's her husband now. It's her husband now. Yep. <laughs> and some lady in Jamaica came up to me. Oh my God, I love this story so much. So they had these like donuts, these like special donuts that everybody's like, you've got to try these donuts. They're the best donuts. You got to try them. So I <laughs> I didn't want to go on this like, it was like this falls, these like falls. The All I could see falls. is me falling down the falls. So yeah, so I, I would. Yeah. I'm not the most coordinated. So I... And at this time, I wasn't, I wasn't like huge, but I, I was a littler on the heavier side, um, a lot smaller than I am today. But um, I w- went and I grabbed a donut and I was so excited to eat this donut. And this woman comes up to me and she touches my stomach and says, is this your first? <laughs> now... I thought she was talking about the donut. So I was like, yeah, it's incredible. This is so great. I've been waiting for this, like this whole vacation, like talking about the donut. And she's just kind of looking at me and she was like, like she said something like peace be with you or something. She, she was like blessings child or like peace be with you. And then as she's, walking away I was like she totally thinks I'm pregnant 100% thinks I'm pregnant (laughs) and you were talking about a donut and I was totally talking about a donut but the funny thing is as I learned shortly after that that I was pregnant so that's right maybe she knew something maybe she knew something I definitely wasn't pregnant then but right 
That would just not make sense. But oh yeah, she just came out of that nowhere. That kills me though. Came out of nowhere and touched my stomach and was like, is this your first? And I was like, yeah, it's a great yes. donut. I love this donut. But I didn't even say the donut. I didn't even say donut. I was just like, yeah, this is great. I love it. <laughs> People were talking about it. She's probably like, what? And then I'm like, oh, she thought I was pregnant. Okay. Ugh. So she meant well. But I was not pregnant. I got pregnant later on, but not then. She did mean well. She did. She did. And that's a nice way to look at it. Yeah. Who knows? I, Maybe she knew something I didn't. So I, the, the times in my life when someone mistook me for being pregnant, I was not very happy about that. Um, it, I definitely happened after I had Bryn. And it was like, a year after I had her, it was like the summer after I had her and I went to church with Kevin. Do you remember this? And I don't, the lady behind me like oh, no. touched my shoulder and she was like, Oh my gosh, congratulations. When are you due? Bitch. What the hell? Like who, who says that? Who says something like that? If you don't know that somebody's pregnant, a lot of people do. It's it's just ridiculous. It's kind of like that woman that looked at me at Hannaford and was like, why are your legs so red? <laughs> you need to stay out of the sun. And I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. I have a circulation problem. Thanks. Right. I'm not. It's on a sunburn. No. Asshole. If it was as easy as sunblock to get rid of it, trust me, I would do that. Exactly. So it's because people are rude and they don't <sighs> so they rude. just don't filter. Right. So. Anyway, so anyways, send in your stories, my so-called whatever at gmail.com. We've got a couple different topics that we're looking for. We still want your prom stories. So send those Oops. in and new kids on the block stories, 80s Always. stories. If you want to be on our podcast, go on our website and go to be on our podcast. It's um, right on our website and yeah, do that. Yeah. And we'll see and what we'll happens. See. We'll see so, where the magic goes where the magic happens i'm yeah. tired yeah <laughs> all right <And> punchy <laughs> well right. we'll be loving you forever and, and ever, ever and ever and ever we love you guys we thank love you for you. listening amen amen bye right. bye